Welcome everyone to episode 16 of Fireside Yarns. My name is David and as always I'm accompanied with my Fireside brothers, Vino and Reese. Vino, how's it going mate? I'm good bro, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, good. Reese, what about you mate? How's it hanging? Uh, it's hanging over. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good. As long yeah. as it's hanging over. Yeah. I love it. Now, um, a, a little to the left. Left, only on the left side. Yeah, that's the crib side. That's simple. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. But now, um, firesiders. This week we decided to focus on homelessness as our main topic of the episode. Now, to do this, we are lucky enough to secure a special guest for tonight. She is not only a dear friend of ours, but someone um, who has worked with the homeless, homeless people, and um, and to bring awareness to this serious issue. So, without further ado. Welcome to the Fireside, a legend on two continents, Neve. <laughs> Hi. Hey, you coming, Neve? Welcome to the Fireside Yarns. Hi. It's good to see you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. No worries. Now, um, Neve, do you want to do you want to kind of introduce yourself and give yourself yeah. a little bit of a boil for the for the crazy forest orders oh, out there? I presume that you've already kind of mentioned. Have you already mentioned what I'm on here to talk about? Yeah, I just basically said that um, you know, Very you're a dear friend of ours, and that you've uh, someone who's uh, worked with homeless people and and to bring awareness to th- to this issue. So yeah. I'm just here to learn a little bit and yeah. Yeah, so I suppose for me, it's like, obviously, I've, I've worked with homelessness now for about seven years. Um, but it's also like, kind of, I suppose I didn't realize it was like an unrealized passion of mine as a young person. But um, being kind of young in Dublin City and hanging out in Dublin City a lot, I did actually interact with homeless people quite a lot. And I just they fascinated me, but was still always a little bit like, stereotypical of me if you know what I mean like you'd see someone on the street and you might assume that they're you know a drug addict or whatever or what you know what would they be doing there but obviously now I realize that that's totally a stereotype and that anyone can become homeless so I basically got given the opportunity to start a homelessness service so a specialist homelessness service that comes by government to support people who are homeless or risk of homelessness but I started as a receptionist so I literally got my foot in the door there, knew I loved it. As difficult, obviously, as it was, people coming in on, like, their hardest day of their life, homeless, nowhere to go, or escaping domestic violence. But I felt, I felt like I was really, like, able to stay calm in those situations and be able to support them through it, um, even though I was just the, rece- just the receptionist. So when I went on maternity leave to have the twins, I came, like, when I was coming back, I said... Um, would you give me a traineeship in community service? And they said, yeah. So I was in the traineeship. It was supposed to be for about two years. And I pretty much smashed it out in about 14 months, became a fully fully qualified caseworker, even though the whole time I was training, I was case managing anyway. And just learned so much on the job, experience and knowledge about domestic violence, mental health, drug, obviously drug and alcohol, homelessness in itself and how to try and alleviate it for one person at a time. And um, to the point where I gained so much knowledge and like, you know, I, I ended up becoming the team leader within a year as well. So nice. I really like it was just something that I feel like it was meant to be for me, if you know what I mean. So I just have a lot of passion about it. I'm really glad you asked me on the show for it. Finally, I've got like something 
that are like, you know what I mean, long ago. So, no, it's really, really good. It's really, really you, good. You've done a fair bit of work as well, like outside of just your normal job with it as far as uh, like awareness with the, the um, Sleep Out on the Street program, was it, that you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was actually – so one – when you're in community services and you have knowledge of other services and um, the things that can support people, then if you're in situations anywhere in the world or in wherever, why, why wouldn't you share those with people? So I'm just constantly, if I'm at a party and someone mentions, you know, or, you know, they're, they taught their cousin was in a domestic violence relationship, I'd be straight over there. I'd be giving them every bit of information they need to know to, to get out, what options are available for them. It's just something that I just continue through my whole life. But the Vinnie Sleeper thing, obviously, that, that's a massive thing that's done, like, I think it's Australia-wide. Yep. Um, and it obviously started with the CEO sleep out, where all the big CEOs were sleeping out and raising loads of money. And then, obviously, it got into, like, the local communities and people just basically sleep outside of a nighttime raise money and whatever and we with the the homelessness place that i um was working for at the time i think there was only because it was covid so there was probably only about 12 of us that slept out in the end but we raised over like five grand and it was awesome but yeah, i nice. tell you what sorry i know i'm rabbiting but no go for it go i for tell it. you what yeah. at night on that street, like it was just in a bush and I had a swag. Like I wasn't really doing it that tough. I was in a fucking swag. Excuse my language. But I was, I was anxious as all shit. Like I could not sleep. I thought a dog was going to come over and start sniffing me and like bite me. Like I, it was one of the worst sleeps I've ever had in my life. Mm. And I don't, um, I wouldn't recommend it for absolutely anyone. I'll tell you that for long. So have you, have any of you ever actually done it? Yeah. No, I've never done but, it, but no, was, it's, it's crazy to think that, that like, book. you know, you, you were so uncomfortable, but there's people that literally live that every single yeah. night. Day like, day. Puts, yeah. puts it into perspective, you know, yeah. how, how they probably feel as well, especially when, you know, they probably don't have a lot of possessions, but what they do have, they, they're carrying around with them. So, like, you know, you're always going to be on alert about losing your stuff or people, you know, fucking with you and, yeah. and stuff as well. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. It is. And you, I mean, you do hear stories, obviously, especially in bigger cities, I find um, rough sleepers just get a fucking hard time. They get a hard time from drunken idiots that are walking home of a night time and just, I don't know, piss on them or kick them for no reason. Like, it's really, it's a rough yeah. life to have. Yeah. And that's, that's just the rough sleepers. You know what I mean? That's what we think of when we think about homeless people is people sleeping in sleep bags in doorways or whatever. But it's so much more than that. They're the ones that are yeah. sleeping rough. Like the, the percentage of people that actually that are, are homeless, but just you can't physically see them is massive. Mm. You know, jumping from couch to couch, couch surfing, living in their cars parked away out in the valley or whatever, under bridges and stuff that you just wouldn't see. And then people who are in like houses that have, and people in a two-bedroom house because like like three families living there and just overcrowded and unsustainable and you know it's just manic. It's, it's yeah. manic, and it's a lot, and it's very easy to happen. You know, yeah. you don't realise how easy it actually is. So yeah. well, you've kind of. Oh, sorry, mate. Go no, on. no, no. Go, man. Go. I was going to say you you did touch a little bit on um some of the contributing factors mm. just then about um that might lead somebody to become homeless, but um. Yeah, if you could ha hammer that home a little bit, like what, how, how does it happen? Like the, the, there must be like, lots of different avenues 
that there can is. lead someone to that. There is. Um, and, uh, you know, I know the first kind of stereotypical ones that people always think of is um, drug and alcohol mental health. But is that they're actually not, they're not up there on the, the kind of main reasons why people have alcoholism or, you know, drug abuse issues. And it's kind of because, like, because they do that because they're homeless almost, if you know what I mean. But, it, you know, domestic violence is massive, absolutely massive in Australia. Um, it's, it's probably the highest cause for homelessness in women at the moment and, and some men. Um, and then and unaffordable housing and lack thereof, you know what I mean? Like, or affordable housing and lack thereof. Like, it's just, there's, the rental market is absolutely massive. Yeah. People, especially, you know, coming from mining towns that, you know, we all once lived in um, and the people that are in the mines are making a lot of money, you know, and then it just kind of splits the mine workers and then the low socioeconomical families that are struggling in the area to find houses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and they go in and they overbid them with the rents and you just can't get one. You know, it's really, really difficult. Even with, you know, like public housing and stuff, is that that process easy or is it made difficult? Is it uh, a nightmare for people to try and go through that process? You know, is is it an option that's taken away in a sense because of the the red tape? Well, look, I I definitely would say to a homeless person, straight up is to to get your housing application in just get it in straight away even if you think even if the wait list west wait list is 10 years in some places 15 years in some places oh, wow, it's yeah. ridiculous yeah um and obviously you can do things to try and prioritize yourself but you can prioritize till the cows come home if there's no housing available yep. you can't move so um but i have to admit that the you know and there's plenty of services out there to help you fill in applications and show you how to jump through the hoops that they do want you to jump through. For Like, for example, they w- they'll want to see that you're trying to resolve your own homelessness as much as you can. And you basically have to provide evidence to them that you're doing that, whether that be like a rental application diary, like I'm applying for all these rentals in my area that are in my price range. Are you going out of the area? Um, that, in itself, I mean? that in itself is a bit of a poverty trap, isn't it? Because some of these people might not have access. I mean, you mentioned those services where they've got access to, to help them with applications, but if they have other underlying issues that are, that are stopping them from from being exactly. able to present that evidence, then they're yeah. never going to be able to get out of that, are they? That's, that seems a bit... Mental health addiction, you know, you're but, dealing with all and, these and things right. and then you have to provide those types there, of things. There is mechanisms in place to, to, to support people that really can't look for like mm-hmm. can't resolve their own homelessness themselves. So yep. there's things like medical assessments that uh, you could do, or you can obviously advocate, like an advocate like me could send a letter with the medical assessment pointing out that this person is actually doesn't have the capacity to apply for private rentals. They don't have means of transport to get around to viewings. They, you know, all this stuff. And then they could potentially be placed on the priority list due to not being able to resolve their own issues. Okay. But it's still... It's still, you get to that point, how, and how well, known, how well known are those sorts of services? Not, because not yeah. well known at all. Like I'm, I t- every day I find a new service, like professionals yep. that I'm telling this to, and they're going, "Oh, really? Is that what it is?" Like, and if they're professional people working in the community services industry, 
you know, how is Joe Blow that's yeah. living yeah. on his mouth's couch going to have a clue? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a lot. Well, it's not how is there ten year waits and, and fifteen like mm. we we like to think we're in the Western world and we you know we, we probably should judge societies on how we we take care of our most vulnerable right and then it's like even when you've done the right thing and you've got all the you, you've got all the ducks in a row you, you've 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 done everything that was asked of you and they're still like how are we not how way. do we how do we have empty you know apartments and empty houses and place that places that working class people can't afford and yes. we're expecting that how are you going to make it you know what i mean yeah, that's well, right. even on that you have to be privileged to do so you yeah. know even if it's not housing i've seen um and i'll try and find the reference of it but the the picture i'm talking about is in reference to like a yoga class in a car park done in igloos right weather protected igloos and the the there's a comment on that photo saying why can we not do this for the homeless you know they, they were they were cost they, you know they were cost effective little igloos so that people didn't could could go and do their yoga in the park in the rain um yeah and it's you know little, little things like that to help for the for the time being until afford, yeah those we could afford absolutely we yeah. could man as a society we, could. It, we got money for war but can't feed the poor recipes yeah. Tupac. <laughs> but um, but he's right. Like you know, like it, it's true. Look at the the money we waste, Man. and we can't just fucking just make someone has like uh, a house because what do you need? You, you need to be happy, healthy, safe. You know, I mean, these are just shelter. Like, it's a it's a basic it's a basic human right. Yeah. Shelter, like water. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. you can't expect people to to brave, especially we're in Australia too. Like the. To brave the elements, we're, we're mostly lucky to be indoors, but at night you can get fucking cold. Oh, and sure. in the daytime, it's hell, you know, and so, depending where you are, it's, and, and like Neve was saying, that's only part of it, sleeping rough, but we, we allow it to get to that stage. The stuff that's hidden, like, it, if we're not going to take care of the people that are sleeping rough, we're probably not putting that much effort into the, the other homelessness too that's, that's hidden from us, so. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy know. to think that, like, you know, in... In a survival situation, like the first most important thing that you look for is shelter. Yeah. Like, you know, and that, and that's in a survival situation. That's not just in regards to homelessness, but like the the um importance of it. You know, and the, there's people that are literally living, searching for shelter like every single day. You know, yeah. and although that's probably to a degree like easier in in a city and stuff. And I guess if you're outside, you'd you know, you got a little bit of knowledge. You can probably build yourself something in the in the bush or whatever. But like, Reese is a part time bear grills. He can give you some knowledge. He is. Reese is actually okay, a survivor. It's like Reese is like, yeah, you know, he could probably whip himself up a fucking um a, a, a rabbit trap there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah, right. It is different from the city to the country as well. Yeah. If you're in a city, the disparity then is so different because you could be lying down homeless in the corner of at the front of a bank. You know, like it yeah. could be fucking A and Z, and then the, the diff, just the difference. Um, yeah. It's just it's startling. It's so sad. Like it's 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 ridiculous. And and Neve asked us earlier if we'd ever we'd ever stayed out mm. um, all, all night or whatever. Look, I've obviously never done it. Like trying to um, empathise with a homeless person, but like Neve said, we we grew up as as kids yeah. doing all nighters in the city, yeah, and yeah, yeah, drunk, yeah. and but and. And it is like you know what I mean. You you end up at that part of the night where you're frozen solid, and you give in, and you call your Somewhere. parents. Somewhere, yeah. We, yeah. We, me and Big Anto ended up in Ava's shed. 
you know, yeah. because we just fucking needed. We broke into places. To yeah. fucking, we, you yeah. robbed cheese when it got delivered behind fucking silly. You know what I mean? Like you. Yeah. Or we got kicked out of Avis and we were, all went up to horse up to uh, Keith Matten's house. Bunch of us. We all had to hit. Egg to go in. Yeah. yeah. And but, but people, we, we have these resources and we are kids. So like, you know, we, we, we yeah. were doing it to try and have some sort of fun. It was yes, trivial. Yeah. It was trivial. But yeah, we had yeah, homes to go to. Like we couldn't yeah. quite easily went home, but you know. Mm. We were just little mm. shits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's 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 frightening to think that like doing it with it with a safety net, you know, yeah. very privileged yeah. families, families that would be there for us and not have those mental issues that would um, or the addiction issues that, that can lead people down that road. Yeah, right? mm. yeah. and yeah. I suppose the thing like with addiction is it's usually the symptom of the the um, underlying problem there and. That's very easy to blame people for addiction or their alcoholism when, you know, looking into it or, or working with them and um, scraping the surface, you find out that there is a lot more there and there's a lot more uh, damage that needs to be repaired before they can start to make that progression um, to beat their addiction and then get back, you know, out of out of their homelessness or out of their traps. So um, yeah. it's very easy for everybody to, and look, I'm guilty of it, you know, when when you're younger and you're, you're naive and you see somebody in that situation, you just, you know, know the first thing you say is uh, get a job or something like that. But, you know, it's yeah, just it's right. stupid because it's very ignorant. Um, yeah, but I, guess I mean, it's, it's if you don't, one of them. I'm sure if they don't be too hard on yourself, I suppose you have to grow with the knowledge that you gain yeah, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. years. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, it's, um, I, I sympathise for them massively for these people that are struggling because yeah, it's um. I suppose it's another one of those things like like you know mental health. It's the stigma, you know. Yep. Like, and and you know, as getting older and maturing, you probably you don't look at it the same way as you would when you're you know young and get a mm. job, you bum kind of thing. You know, like it's yeah, it's goes a bit deeper when you get older and you think about things and yeah. you get a bit more empathetic and yeah, and yeah. yeah. your world experiences well, we, yeah we, yeah we do right. um, we do think more about mental health the last decade or so i think neve has 100%. that changed now that um because i've seen it in the workplace it's definitely become a part of health and safety and we see countries around the world that say when they decriminalize drugs uh, and treat it like a health issue instead of a criminal uh, you know instead of criminalizing these people it's like okay yeah. let's put the money into um, rehabilitation and and and, mm. and making it a health issue. Have you seen a big change in in the in in that sector or whatever? Well, do you know the only thing that I would say, obviously, in relation to um, impacting homelessness, is how the same has kind of happened with domestic violence. That people, you know, there's been a there's been a soar in domestic violence reports and, you know, ABOs and women actually coming forward and speaking and getting, you know, going to court and doing everything they have to do. And people are like, oh, you know, or like some older people that, you know, have closed eyes and like, oh, none of that back in my day, you know what I mean? And it's kind of, it's like, there so was. And mm. I feel like the more, as the numbers go up, it's, it's a better like thing because, they're always there. The numbers are always there, but it's the, the women that are coming out and reporting yeah. and getting the help that they need and deserve. And and then it, it does like it's shit for a stage, but hopefully it does kind of force a bit of change. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um and I think, you know, we're on the right track. It just it just needs to go a lot more, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. 
plenty yeah. of work for the future. So if if um, people are interested to sort of get in involved with the um, like the sleep out program, those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, how would they go about? Getting involved there is there a website they can go to? Or? Yeah, for the front, so that's the Vinnie Sleep Out. So that's actually Vinnie's. They do yep. that. So basically, if you were to go onto the Vinnie's website, they'd have a list of places that are doing local, you know, sleep outs. And watch out on your little notice board. You know, go on Facebook, follow your local notice board. Usually, if there's um schools or you know specialist homes with service doing that type of stuff they'll post it on there and try and get it out there a little bit so just keep an eye out and then obviously we'll link them we'll link them in the description yeah, yeah, yeah. of these yeah. videos yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And I'll, yeah that's like, why i ask so we can help uh, yeah. I, w- I wanted to make sure that we linked in link to home which is like the i don't know whether it's national or whether it's just new south wales but it's um <sighs> it's like a phone number that you ring so basically if you're completely lost you'd know where to go um, and you had, like you don't you have you don't know where your homelessness services are in your area. You ring Link to Home, and they'll link you. They'll give you temporary accommodation for a night or two. Yeah. Um, but you'll have to then present at a local office. But they'll tell you exactly where to go. That's now it is a bit it's a bit like hoop jumpy to continue with going, but it's definitely there if you need to just put your head down somewhere and have a shower. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I you was just yeah. thinking about that then. Like, if you just need somewhere just to have a shower, like you think about everything we take for granted in just 100%. Like, wow. Like, yeah, 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 it's crazy, man. Yeah, and even I mean, pe- people obviously living in their cars as well. There is um, a couple of places I know. There's a place in Newcastle that that's called My Backyard, and it's like a safe place for homeless people to oh. park their cars. And it has cooking facilities and shower facilities and probably a bit of laundry as well. Like, you know, if you're just... And then it does, just some people always... Like, I went in, I talked to a fucking... Um, some guy about getting a house loan one time, broker. Anyway, I mentioned where I was working. And straight away, he's like, I don't get it. Like, why don't they just... Why are they wasting their money? Why don't they just get a caravan or something? Like, at least they'd be off the street. I'm like, do you know how much a person that's on New Start or old age pension gets mm, per fortnight? Yeah. Like, you're talking 500 bucks, 600 bucks max a fortnight. Do you know what I mean? Like, caravan parks have bump up the prices for the second, especially for the miners up in our town. Yeah. And yeah. It's, you can barely even get it. Are they just exploiting people's misfortune and, you know, yeah. bad circumstances? Awful. And it's very poor. You know, and sometimes that's the only options that you've got. So you kind of you support them to get in there to, to just to give you some time to be able to get all the other stuff done. Mm. So it has obviously been an that people have on other yeah. people. Yeah. We need that basic net for people. Um, like we, we, we need we need to make sure people have, have options. Do you think something like and like Andrew Yang in America um, brought brought into the, the forefront uh, universal basic income? So it would be basically that everyone would get, and, and they've successfully done this in some European countries and even in Alaska, they've given, um, the government will give you a basic income that's, that's a living um, wage and that goes to everyone. So everyone gets it, it's universal and it's just, it can act as a stimulus and it can act, it's like a freedom dividend. So it's like you're a citizen and you're part of this country and we're gonna invest back into you. So everyone gets it. You can mean test it, means test it too to get it started. But basically, it would give even like stay-at-home mothers would we would put a value on their on their work, which is you know raising a kid or, or mm. people who are disabled. They would be 
you know what I mean? They wouldn't be reliant on this thing. It wouldn't affect their... Um, like that, do you think something like that could help? Or do you think, again, people would just be like, okay, let's raise rent by $2,000. Let's put... You know what? It's, I mean, it definitely wouldn't hurt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit of extra mm. coin in the pocket for everyone. That would like, I would definitely not say no to it. Yeah, I was going to say like, here, I'm, yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. but just, but, uh, to, exactly. just to give people that basic, yeah. okay, this is what you know what I mean. Like, and it doesn't. He he was campaigning for a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars a month or whatever it was. Wow, right, but, uh, right. You could do it in different in different. You could find it could be means tested for your area or something. I know. I'm trying to figure out, or, or is it better just to 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 put money in uh, policy wise into like um, government housing? Um, do you think that could be better, or where where, yeah. where where can the policy go? Affordable housing is definitely mm. up there on the list. Whether that's making more, giving us more houses that are affordable, or giving people more money that they can afford the houses, yeah. it's you know, houses is what we need at the moment. Affordable houses. How do yeah. we get people in there? Yeah. 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 But it's I wanted to like. Oh, you go, Yeah. Sorry. They like the cost of living has substantially increased in oh, the yeah. last 20 yeah. years, you know, and as a whole, I, you know, probably for most industries, wages have not matched that. It's like, right. They don't take into account crazy. inflation when they're paying you, do they? No. Yeah, and and it comes back to that, you know, what you were saying earlier is, you know, people that work full time and still struggle to yeah. to have a, a home, and you know, how then are people that don't have any of that expected to? Yeah, it's, mm. it's a scary thought, hey. Yeah, it is. It is. But um, what I was going to say before you touched on Dave uh, about single mothers staying at home or just mothers in general staying at home, like because I've since. I left the special homelessness service up in the Hunter Valley. I'm down the coast now and I'm like specializing in homelessness with aged people. So people over 65. And oh it's a whole God. How different. How are we not sorting that out? Yeah. I know. And it's a whole new dynamic because I have to admit, like, I'm going to be super honest here. With the homelessness side, um, the wait list is so long. You know, you could have 100 people sitting on your wait list, you're at capacity. So you have to be a little bit brutal when it comes to providing services. So if someone, like, if you ring them three times and they're not getting back to you, they're probably going to be closed down. Like, they're going to, they have to give a little bit. We can't kind of do everything for them. Mm. Whereas with the older generation, they're just so much more vulnerable and, you know, not tech savvy and not able to apply yeah. for rentals and stuff themselves. That You just yeah. have to be give them that little bit of extra support. And couple of changing factors obviously that I've seen with, with women, older women is that, well, there's a couple of things with older people, obviously they're, they're with their husband or their partner, it could be either partner in this scenario, but like one of them passes away, right mm. so you've got two of your pensions coming in and you're, you're both affording your property together, someone dies and then you lose that their pension and then all of a sudden you can't afford your private rental and you need somewhere to go one reason. Two Older women, because of the fact that they spend a lot of time stereotypically um, at home, they, they bear children. They are the ones that bear children. Mm -hmm. They are the ones that stereotypically have to stay home with the child for months while the man, because of whatever reason, has to go back to work and provide for his family. Do you know what I mean? They spend, they could spend, you know, 15 years potentially out of the workforce and lack of superannuation coming in. Mm -hmm. 
Like, no super. They get to a point in their lives, or it could be even in a domestic violence relationship, and the kids have gotten older, and they say, you know, fuck this, I was only staying for the kids, they're not here anymore, I'm out of here. And they don't have a light, you know what I mean? They don't have anything. and But yet they did all the same work towards yeah. their family at that time, you know what I mean? They just they put in just as much as what, say, the husband did. But yeah, he's sitting on a lovely super, and she's got nothing. That's what I mean. We don't put value on like these people are contributing and raising our kids. They're raising like even yeah. if you were to have that like that closed minded knuckle dragon way of thinking, these yeah. are raising your boys. OK, yeah. these are going to raise your taxpayers. But just to look at it as a like again with the UBI, I think it would put a dollar value on that. And at least, you know, it could contribute to something. But we don't we don't. um we don't create those avenues and the social constructs, I guess, of, of, of having women allowed be the uh, bread the breadwinner. Oh, well, nowadays it's better, but we're it's starting, people, to, it's starting to change. But yeah, like yeah. like Nate was saying, still there, stuck that, from, yeah, yeah, that very old mentality and that old way of doing things that they've done for so They're long. They're probably looking after the old dude too. And if he go like if she if she dies, then all of a sudden he's like, I don't know how to fucking use the washing machine or whatever it is. And if and and if he I dies, what me ass. Whatever it is, like that, that you know, depending on each other for whatever reason, yeah. and they yeah. are the most vulnerable people. Mm. And how are we not just? How is it not just? Don't worry, we're gonna fucking make sure you're all right. You're 65. You're in our country. We're not gonna let you down. How mm. is that? I know. I know. And some of them are right. some of them are ill. Some of them are sick mm. as well. Of course. You know what I mean? Some of them, and we have real estate, and obviously. We talked about the, the, the housing market for purchases yeah. at the moment is anybody, massive. Yeah. For people selling their houses, it's massive. And, you know, so a lot of people who are in rentals at the moment, the, the landlords seeing a bit of a, you know, a, a, an opportunity to sell at a, at a high, you know, market value and getting, and you can't do anything. You can't fight a, mm. a property being sold as a tenant. The only thing you can fight is to get more time. You can go to tribunal and get more time and that's it. Like it's inevitable. You're going to be kicked out and they don't actually have to keep, they only have to give you 30 days notice. So if it was a no grounds eviction completely, they'd have to give you a 90 days notice and you can't fight it. If it's anything else of an eviction notice, if you've, if it's because you've breached a tenancy, you can fight it and you can try and prove that you didn't do it. Hmm. But, no grounds evictions, it's just nothing. No no reasoning, no nothing. Here's 90 days and you have to be out. And obviously you go to tribunal at the end of it, you might get another couple of weeks out of it, but it, that's it. Like, And that's what's happening at the moment with the market. And then obviously yeah, it's yeah. going up and people who, like first-time buyers, their goal is reaching further away and they can't buy a yeah. house and they're staying in the rental market, which is unstable. It's just a fucking mad cycle. Well, that's right. Yeah. When there's so much incentive to sell your house, yeah. and right now you're going to kick the people out you've been renting it mm-hmm. um, to. So that must be an influx now, and especially like through this pandemic, to have an influx like that, it's just again, I just it, it shocks me. It just shocks yeah. me. Our priorities. It's yeah. crazy just yeah. how much that market has moved. Um, it's huge. And yeah. like Neve was touching on there with first home buyers, you know. Um, I mean, we were we were thinking about selling ours, but then decided that we didn't want to go. You know, if we made a profit, then we'd still be buying another property. The same thing. Yeah, and, a, but we're lucky. Yeah. We've got a we've got a house. You know, we're one of the yeah. lucky ones. And the people trying for the first time, like hey, yeah, man. <laughs> we we spoke about it. We spoke about it last night. Got in there. 
Yeah. I was a couple of years yeah. like, and and then I bought. We we got this place at the start of this year, mm. at this end of last year in December. So it was like before it all took then off, it exploded. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and we would have been yeah. fucked. We would have been fucked. Now we could have yeah. sold our unit. We had a little unit. We could have sold that for a lot better. But again, we would have ended up in the shit. Yeah, you, you go and buy a it house. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But again, we're lucky because we we just got in the market and that's that's kind of all people are trying to do now. Mm. People yeah. just are trying to get in the market now. You have to get your foot in the door. That's it. You just get one and then you're in. Yeah. Then you can use, obviously, whatever equity you have to go again. But it's just getting to that point. You know, yeah. it's... And you see, like, loads of schemes and that, you know, I've seen there's a 5% single mom game or whatever that you can get a deposit on a house or like you just use a five percent deposit when you actually really look into it like and then like, one day you have to loan you more money then so then the mm. interest that you pay back is absolutely massive Two, nothing's free capacity, nothing's free and there's never a yeah. a lot of those incentives they're, they're traps yeah you know and then you second as a single mom with three depending kids it tr- nearly drops your like lending capacity in, in half. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, like I'm paying me rent. Happy day is not a bother on me, and I'm I'd be quite capable of paying a mortgage. Just no one will give me the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And it's a process is fucking hard too, and it's lengthy. It's, and it's, it's yeah. time. It's yep. time consuming. And like you're saying, you might be a single mom, and you're fucking. You you probably. Like, you might have two jobs. You might be just trying to fucking make it work and scrape, boy, and just get through the day. And then maybe when you have half an hour or an hour or whatever, you, you just fucking need to relax because yeah. you're at the end of the day, you're the fucking human too. Yeah. So yeah. we make it just so hard for people to make it. Like, it, like maybe to turn it a little bit back to um, people sleeping rough. In, in America, they have these big, and, and I'm wondering if we have them here and we just don't see them, but they have these whole streets, like in California, there's Skid Row. They're like ten, hundreds of thousands, thousands of people, and then and Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia, and there's all these tent same as um, communities yeah. in Vegas when they all live in they all yeah. live in tunnels underneath Vegas and stuff. That's right, and that, that could be because of criminal charges as well, kind of um, yeah. making like how you can't live in certain zones. Do yeah. we have any of those? Like, do we have the huge communities that are like that and dilapidated streets, or or is our pro- problem more cerebral than that? I guess heard of certain streets cities big cities have them like mm-hmm. obviously there's no street and they know that has you know that's it so the cities but and i have seen snippets of um you know just clickbait articles i suppose of you know someone someone trying to kick all the homeless people out or whatever and it's it is shit to see because like that's all they have and then yeah. all of a sudden they they're not even allowed to do that either do you know what i mean but um i don't think it's as big as a thousand people in one yeah. street if you know what i mean yeah we are we are i guess we're very lucky over here with our welfare system for all the problems we've pointed out tonight we probably are a lot better off than than, than some um, of our yeah, countries yeah. too yes no, yeah yeah but at the same time it's, it doesn't mean that you know we're not perfect it doesn't mean it's good yeah we're, that's right we're not perfect but as long we as we're moving in the right direction be better yeah. yeah because i mean we can always improve on anything that we do and especially you know like neve was talking about with the the fact that this is now being talked about and highlighted um, and they've got all these services, you know, that, like the ones that you work with, Neve, um, Yeah. that's already a big move forward in the right direction. It's certainly not the end result by any standards, mm-hmm. but we're going a lot better than what we were, say, 20 years ago. 
because yeah. um because of people like yourself you know in the programs that yeah, thank you that move forward and and you know promote um safer sleeping you know and and these services i mean one of the services that i'm aware of and i can't think of their name at the moment but we can choose to volunteer through it for work and that's um it's, i think it's a little uh, van that drives around and they uh, homeless people can come and have something to eat and then they'll wash their clothes for them at the same time it's got washing machines in the back of the van and and the trailer um so things yeah. like that to help them um hygiene packs and stuff yeah there's cute churches that do it as well yeah. i know singleton has the um generate church they do a little soup kitchen at the back of i didn't even i'd lived in singleton for years i had never seen it and then one day i just was like what are you doing here you've got a soup kitchen like this is mad like you know just a little yeah. man and um he's like yeah we've been here for years i'm like wicked that's that's good yeah. Yeah, for all of my atheism and shit, and like I, I will say, like it does seem like they there's a re, the, the, the outreach there. Whenever I see a soup kitchen and all, it is generally it is populated and ran by 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 churchgoers and yeah. yeah. Mm. So like for whatever like whatever beef you got, you know yeah. you got to give it to them. We're yeah. not. We should be fucking. Um, if you want to, you know, have a. a a culture that doesn't depend on it we got to fucking replace that stuff and get mm. in the community ourselves have a secular yeah. fucking um soup kitchens i know we have um, to get our act together ourselves wouldn't that's we? what i mean like yeah, you can't yeah. badmouth them like what for here's the thing if i uh, it's about awareness one yeah like i didn't know about link to home like if i became homeless i wouldn't know what to do tomorrow you know mm, but and yeah, so, so yeah. there's the awareness issue but then there's the bottleneck like neve was saying it's like even if you do the right stuff we still have, so there's, there's there's a couple of angles we got to come yeah. out like you know but um well the, i think yeah. the the awareness of those programs for one is a big thing um i'd be interested yeah. to know or see maybe some statistics i don't know if we can but um on just how many homeless people are aware yeah, <laughs> yeah you've already told us in, you don't do statistics, but I'd be interested to see how many people are actually aware um, of the programs, whether Centrelink gives out those sorts of information packs or anything like that, or whether it's just sort of fend for yourself, which is not the right yeah. answer because yeah, I don't already know. I, mean, to... I feel like obviously I know it, and I'll I'll throw out a couple more bits and bobs of services just so if people are listening, they can kind of see what's around. Um, even for like obviously if you're in stable accommodation if you're a young person and you do get a private rental and you haven't got the bond because let's face it who has a second grand and a half sitting there ready to go when they're you know 16 20 whatever mm. um so there's always, there's a rent start bond loan application that you can do that will get you four weeks of your bond and it will get you and it will get you three weeks of your bond and one week of your advanced rent but if you link in with a service uh who asks like who writes a support letter, um, you could get all, all six weeks. And you don't, two of them are gifted and you only have to pay back four. And oh. it comes out of your, um, they just take it out your cent link, like yep. a cent to pay deduction, do you know what I mean? So you kind of don't see it coming out. Yeah. So that's obviously for private rentals. There's a thing called tenancy guarantees. So if you're kind of trying to break into the house or the rental market on your own, you can apply for what's called a tenancy guarantee or like a, bond extra bonds like so it's basically you pay your bond you pay your advance rent but housing new south wales will also kind of put 1500 bucks on the table on a letter and say 
if anything screws up and you need an extra bond, we'll give you this. Like you're not going to be, you know, it's just a bit of an incentive for, for real estate agents to give, you know, people a chance, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, that is, uh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. That is good. That is yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And we've got, um, we've got youth, uh, youth rent choice. So it's subsidized rent for young people if they're engaging in edu- education or employment. So if they're working with you and they like they just want to get their act together and they're really doing it, you can get subsidized rent. So basically you only pay 25% of your income um, plus your rental assistance, whatever that is, for a certain amount of time. So I think it's like it goes on a could be three monthly basis, but basically it just means that your support worker goes to a little meeting shares what you're doing, still engaging with the service, and people say, yeah, we'll keep them on. You also, if you do get approved for that, you get $2,000 worth of brokerage to set yourself up. Then so you can get your white goods, couch, they won't give you a TV or things like that, you know. So yeah. there's a bit there to be had. Say, the exact same program is if you escape a domestic violence relationship, it's called Start Safely. These are all from uh, Housing New South Wales. We'll have all so, these, right. these services Again, in there. it's the, application yeah. forms and a few bits and bobs. You might have to provide evidence. But um, that, again, 25% of, you know, 25% of your rent and um, you get you get the two grand to set you up as well. That's awesome. Because with two grand, you could go to the likes of um, second-hand white goods places and you can pick up that's your right. washing machine. And yeah, man. That's awesome. I, I am someone who does believe that I even think people should be entitled to television and free internet because they I are, think that's they are. Yeah. really yeah. well no no that's I'm not education. saying I'm not saying housing will buy one I'm not saying but I feel like that it shouldn't be like oh that's that's not a necessity you know it kind of I is think, I think absolutely the internet especially because there's some applica- yeah. applications you can't do unless it's online so absolutely. these people if they haven't Jobs, got access everything. to that they're already on, you know they're already behind the eight ball um and then they're just being yeah. held back now. But, but even to I be aware, there's a lot like, of... we're in a pandemic. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. They should be able to get the daily updates. They should have yeah. access to news. Kids, if you have kids, that's what was so, so good about Sesame Street. Sesame Street was a free-to-air um, educational kids program. So it was all that's about right. mm. giving um, kids access to that type of stuff. And we've lots of stuff, obviously, on the ABC and, and, and free-to-air channels here as well. But mm. I think you need the fucking TV for that. Like, yeah. and it's important to have, like, a, a fucking... That Especially during like COVID and stuff, you know, yeah. like all the kids were doing school through Zoom and 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 whatever, like you know, the oh, internet. Right. That's right. You're hundred percent needed, like and yeah, yeah. You, you're right. It should be it should be something that is given. Well, people, there's like. there's also another scheme that I want to mention. I do really appreciate it. It's um called the Homeless Youth Assistance Program. We call it HIAP, like H Y A P. Um, and it's it's run by different organisations in different areas. So up in the Hunter Valley, it's True Samaritans. And down kind of the central coast where I know it's like a Lambie care. Um, but it's basically for if you have a, a young person between the age of 12 and 15 who, you know, is you can basically get them anything that's going to support them with their, with their housing, education, mental health, what, you know, hobbies, just to get them... Uh, their well-being better so and you know the the mother could present as someone being at risk Mm. or you know in rental arrears or whatever and you you could potentially be able to get 
funding, apply for brokerage to get, you know, your rent arrears paid. You can get your electricity bill paid. You could potentially get your internet bill paid because it's all keeping that child out of foster care because there's nowhere to send kids of that age mm. group. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if, you, if you become homeless with young, you know, with young person, nowhere to go, that's a child protection issue. That's yep, a child, yes, you yes. know, that's a fact report. That's, that's um, tragedy. That's a devastating is, thing when kids, when a kid is. needs to, they don't have, because you think about, you always could go home, right? You could go and you're well, at least my parents yeah. have the best interest for me and all. So that, that shakes me to my core yeah. when I hear that like a kid has to get the fuck out of home. But yeah. even, you well, know, yeah. with, with I'm that, glad that we have schemes. Mm, yeah. yeah. And with Sorry, that, having, having the access to, to hobbies as well, because yeah. I think an important thing that gets overlooked is kids playing sport. Yeah. Or being Definitely. engaged in those because if they uh, can't do that oh, and they good. don't get that, yeah, they don't get that interaction, that can be a killer in itself. Mm. Um, Definitely. Because they, you know, they make the friends that they're going to spend the rest of their lives with to a degree through that. And through that interaction and that connection, they can potentially move them into career paths or. or yeah, know. just confidence building and rapport Absolutely. building and Absolutely. communication Absolutely. skills, yeah. everything that's going to set them up for a lovely, bright future. And, like, yes. you know, the, the shame and not having, like, in uniforms or whatever, or yeah. your parents not being able to buy the gear or the laptop or whatever. Like, that's what that that's what that funding can do, that's which awesome. is great. Yeah. yeah. It stops them from being, like, excluded socially because that's the start, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, fascinating. It's, um, yeah, it is. I, I, I mean – Years ago, um, I lived in a in a rental that was like um, subsidised or whatever, you know, helped for cheaper rent and stuff. Because I mean, until six years ago, I'd I'd never earned huge money or anything, and and I was in a position where I I, I couldn't afford to to get into a rental. Um, you know, I just had a child, and I was earning horrible money and trying to support everyone. You know, and I I lived in a house that that you know we we had to apply for and go through all the criteria and stuff like you know they offer it to people that earn under a certain amount of you know per year and and whatever and that was a a lifesaver for me because mm. you know i was i was in a position where i i, I mean I've, I've probably never been in a position where i've become homeless like but even when i was living there like i got to a point where our electricity got shut off like you know you helped me move out of there you know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I couldn't afford that to was when we even there. Bolt off the place, wasn't it? We burned it yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I literally, in order for me to clean that rental, like my neighbours put me a gave me a power cord over the fence, so I could you know use a vacuum cleaner and stuff like that. Like it's you know, and I had to move back to my parents' house, you know, and. It's it's no, hard to not, not not feel yeah. embarrassed yeah. about that. At, you yeah, know, but no, you're lucky to have it. Like that's mm. exactly that's what's great it, it was, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was it was a lifesaver for me. You know, um, same deal. You know, a, a new young newborn and mm. whatever. So yeah, that, that that was a huge game saver or you know game changer for me mm. at the mm-hmm. time. Um, so yeah, yeah surviving off it. You use yeah, it that's to right. survive. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely massive. I, I was just going to say when I was I was in a rental with the kids, and um, I was working obviously at a, a homelessness place on the brink of homelessness because the house was sold, and like it was my bread and butter. I was doing absolutely everything with it every day, and uh, I still like was struggling to find another rental yeah. that would just accept me 
out on my own with the three kids. And, mm, yeah. you know, and, and I, I ended up getting a place. Um, well, here I was. It's like literally the things that I do day in, day out um, is supporting people to find houses. And I'm struggling to get one kind of thing. And it was just, and yeah. you just go into that shock of, God, could it, God, could I end up at that point? You know, am I going to yeah. be... Am I going to have somewhere to go? And I, I would be lucky in a sense that I, I would have people, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, that would, wouldn't kind of see me, you know, go into a refuge or something like that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with refuges because obviously I've, that's where I've worked at a women's and children's refuge for the past seven years and they're fantastic yeah. places. But um, I, just, I feel like people in my life probably wouldn't allow me to do that. Even though in yeah. saying that, I have to admit, if you're if you do go into a private, if you do go into a refuge, if you're a woman or a man, that bumps you up the housing list because you're you don't have any other options. Mm. So yeah. you, always and transitional housing is always easier from a refuge as well. You'll always get priority over transitional housing, which is just the house that you go into before you basically get your long term house. Um, so if if ever people are struggling. I, I people have you know the stigma about refuges as well. You know that there's going to be yeah. you know drug people running around. They're not. The people who are in lovely vulnerable situations like yourselves, you make you know you chat and talk to people, and it's the, the most caring people that mm. you'll meet are there to help you. Are your beck and call. You know it's it's if if anyone is out there and they're thinking, oh God, I don't want to go to a refuge, just mm. do it. Do it mm, and do and just do what they say because they will get you a, a property. You know, eventually you stay there, you stick it out, and you'll be leaving that place into a house because they're not going to let you leave it otherwise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you do something wrong, you can't break the rules and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't bring, you know, you can't drink or smoke or like take drugs at the refuge and things like that. So there is rules, but mm. as long as you do the right thing, you'd be clear sailing. So I do advise yeah. going to a refuge. But it comes down to, again, and you mentioned it briefly there, that the, the stigmatism around it. And yeah, um, these are, these are someone's daughters, uh, sons, you know, family yeah. members and, and potentially friends. And, you know, people like similar to your situation, like you were saying that, you know, aren't bad people aren't doing anything wrong. It's just simply a circumstance of, um, what what yeah. where the stage of where their life is at, and no one plans this. You yeah, know what I mean? and this there shouldn't be happens, there shouldn't no. be shame around yeah. that. The people are already no. having a hard time, you know, wherever they're at in their life, and um, yeah, the the social stigmatism around that in yeah, regards to it, yeah, it's it's makes it so much harder for them. Health. Absolutely, need to absolutely. Ask that's for help the, that's the thing we need to attack stigma, more. Yeah. Is yeah, is getting rid of that. Um, Looking down on people that are doing it tough. I, I don't yeah. understand why it is a normal thing that if somebody is struggling, we look down on them even more. We should be, and then we pride ourselves as Australians, you know, in helping our you mates and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and yet we seem to be really bad at it. I know other countries are can be as well, but we seem to be really bad at um, looking at people that are struggling and kicking them while they're down when we should be kicking them up helping them, whether it's advice, whether it's, uh, you know, um, taking them to somewhere where they can get the information, something like that. But, um, yeah. You have to be being uh, really informed about trauma in general. Yeah. Just, I think being trauma-informed should be something that kids learn at schools because 
you do kind of have that like judgment, I suppose, of why is why can I do this? Why can they not do it? You know what I mean? Mm. But the, the the upbringing or the trauma that they've had in their lives or just the cycle of, you know, you know, the way that their family works, this is just this is I've had I've had 16 year olds come into me and their mom, you know, I've just had the mom house and the 16 year old come in saying, yeah, I'm going to start applying for my house, too. That's the lifestyle cycle mm. that they've got. They're stuck in it. And um, yeah. and just it's just, yeah, bad. it's what they're used to. That's what they know. It's hard to get yeah. people out of that, especially if there's this is a generational thing where that's what their generation or what the family has done for generations. Yeah. To try and change yeah. that's very difficult. And some of them might not want to change it, but trying to educate them, I suppose. And yeah, yeah. Regards to generational like, wealth, it's hard. Mm. Sorry, Reese, go on. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. Um, I was just going to say, like, on the flip of, of all that, like, you know, um, you hear stories sometimes about, you know, especially in smaller towns or cities where you might only have one or two homeless people that are obviously well known by the entire yeah, town or, or whatever. And you hear stories about those people and, like, do you ever find that you hear stories of people that like choose to to stay homeless or you know as, as I don't know how, how do you how do you really word it but like Reese like calls it survival you, training like, but <laughs> I would, Reece, like if I decided to just become a full time survivalist <laughs> no, but I, I know I know what Reese means because yeah it must be I know so, what you're saying you must feel defeated and be like well I'm just going to embrace this lifestyle as much as I can is that or is yeah. that just like a they have yeah. not much choice anyway so there's I don't it's, know I feel as though there's there's some people that whatever they're going through at that time is not capable of doing the things that they have to do to get mm. at home potentially yeah. so I feel as though if they were really I, I, I don't know. I haven't come across in the industry because obviously if, if people are usually coming to me, most of the time they do want to resolve their yeah, issues. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, I guess and obviously like some people fall away. Of, yeah, right? some like, people fall yeah. away, but I, I feel like the majority of the time they, there's something that they want to rectify first. And it could be things like their dog. You know, you, they, they could have a companion dog that they cannot give up. And you'll say, all right, well, I'll give you the number to link to home. We'll get you temporary accommodation and then we'll go from there. But I've got a dog. Oh, well, sorry. You know, these hotels don't take dogs. Yeah. So they, yeah. they'll say, well, I'm going to stay in my car with the dog then because mm. I'm not giving up my dog. This dog has been with me for 16 years. Yep. There's nowhere to put the dog. And why should I tell that person that they have to get rid of their dog? Yeah, Well, now we're realizing what these companions bring to people, mm. particularly yeah. people when they're by themselves. And it isn't yeah. just obviously security and it's a friendship and, and it is important. Like if you don't have someone in your life, if a dog can be or a, a cat or whatever, yeah. particularly a dog, they can be very, very fu fucking important. And we actually mm. have them, not just sky dogs. They're actually, um, mm. they help people with their, their mental well-being, right? I can't emotional emotional support dogs, they've got yeah, yeah. You know, all those sorts of sorts of animals. I mean, they're using them for, for diabetes dogs. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's, and aut people with autism and yep. Asperger's, they're yep. using an and, and yep. old people as well. Like, so, yep. they're, they're, God, dogs are awesome. 
But yeah, dogs yeah. are awesome. Dogs, dogs yeah. are the best. You know what I mean? And so and nice. Like you can be mean to a dog and you shouldn't be fucking mean to a dog. But a dog, you see it in videos, they they'll just they're unconditional they love, love you. You know? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. They're little angels if you know what I mean. Yeah. Which, when they're which not escaping. Which, yeah. I feel like with, with a dog, me as a as a renter at the moment and a and a mom of three kids, like I keep saying, um, they're begging me How for a dog. How many kids have you got? Yeah. <laughs> begging me for a dog, and I'd love to get a dog. Yeah. But I know the barriers that that could put in place for me mm. potentially yeah, going forward. You know what I mean? Like because I because yeah. I'm still in the rental market, and I always said when I buy me a house, I'll buy a dog because I I won't be left potentially having to get rid of it because I can't get a second house. Yep. But they're the difficult choices that you're going to have to make if you're going to be yep. potentially homeless with three kids. So I'm in exactly the same boat. That's why I don't have a dog because I was like, yeah. I'm waiting until I own my own house because yes. I know how hard it can so be. So much argument for it though. Like it even it literally yep. makes you safer. You're less likely mm-hmm. to have your home robbed or, or to be attacked if people yep. hear there's a fucking dog there. Yeah, so there's, there's too many positives. Um yeah, like that that's that's another ridiculous thing. But what here, look I will I will say everybody, we're coming up to that hour mark right now. Um we do have we'll probably um go into a bit a couple of lighter subjects maybe after the break with some would you rather. But but after the bake, after the little pee break, we'll um we'll we'll finish up with some homeless stuff and give give people um some directions and, and where to go yeah. and how they can help. And uh, yeah. and like we said yeah. before, like uh it'll be in the the link in, in the bio of the episode plus um we'll have some I'm phone numbers at the end of the episode um <laughs> it's right there people click right like. There. <laughs> like if you like it click if you <laughs> hate it click the dislike button twice we um, <laughs> you know if you really hate it but um yeah look we're, we're gonna take a break and um, we're gonna throw a couple more logs in the fire so stick around Welcome back to Fireside Yarns, everybody. Did you just have good piss, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we empty? Yes. yes. Now, look, before we get into the would you rathers and a bit of fun, um, I think it's it's only right we close up on on, on the homelessness topic. I think, I think the most important yes. thing to touch on, though, is that you, you actually admitted that you like the piss break song. Which I like the well, I call it the Indian song, but it is much more of an Egyptian vibe. I would have ten piss breaks just to hear it. I was actually out of that conversation. I was gonna say Jamiroquai Cosmic Girl. I was like, it's your first female on the show. Put a bit of Cosmic Girl on there. You know, get onto it. Look, okay, I'll not do it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's all the Vino. Like literally, it hasn't happened now. Mm. But um, and if it's not right, it's all his fault. <laughs> but yeah, but Nave, Nave, is there anything we haven't touched on yet? Say the is there anything on this? I really just wanted to add in yep. because obviously I know I'm a massive like feminist and whatever, but I do want to point out that there is not enough services out there for men at the moment. Aye, aye, aye. There is literally in New South Wales, like there's a there's a men's refuge in Taree, and the next one is not until Newcastle. Like wow. these men have got nowhere to go. They have to uproot themselves from the people that they know just to get somewhere safe to be. And I know sometimes men <clears throat> can put themselves in situations like if they are abusive to their partner where they're not, obviously they're going to be 
like the wife is, seems to always be the one that kind of lifts up and moves out and goes to the refuge and the men kind of stays there. And my point is maybe trying to flip the conversation and to try and get these men housed so that they can, you know, have their own thing and stay away from her and the kids, let them do their own thing. And then the man's not, you know, running around the refuges trying to find somewhere to live. So I think putting a lot more emphasis on housing males and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I agree, well, yeah. The last thing then that I'm going to close up with for the night, because we were talking about practical ways that people can help. Yeah. And I know that I always say the number one thing is kind of affordable housing for people. So I kind of put it out to the investors and the people that do own properties that if they do have a, a, a property to let or even a hard to rent, you know, let property, mm. instead of giving the real estates a call, give your local housing service officers a call. They'll have a family ready to go in and they'll continue working with that family to sustain that tenancy. Like, and they'll support them. You know, they're going to really, really try to ensure that that tenancy works. So it's a win-win situation for the landlord and the fucking client, mm. you know? Once so, again, that's great. It, it's that, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, awesome. That is there how much uh, apart from you saying that like let get telling us now how much information is there or could there be a, a stronger push to let tenants know that sort of thing because i'm i'm imagining that the real estates that have a you know the dominance as far as um letting people know or making people aware of uh programs that the real estate are running but not government ones so Government there, incentives. They, they yeah, should be, yeah. should have is tax, there, is there, tax breaks for people that for for people who rent to those types of. Oh schemes. right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love your thing. Right, okay. Yeah, he just had to say it in Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I had to translate there for. I was looking a bit blank. I was <laughs> like, right. "Oh, he's going to ask me a question here. I don't know what he's talking about." But anyway, yeah. thanks, Dave. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, yeah that's, definitely, that's absolutely. That, yeah. yeah, anything that can help that really. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, it, there might be a lot of people that like do have investment properties that would like to get involved and do the right thing, and they just yeah. simply don't know about those sorts well, of. I did one of the days. Uh, Power FM up in the Hunter Valley um, came to outside of her job, mm. and I went up and I jumped on the radio and I was doing a bit of talk and, and yeah. Yeah, loved it. You know I me mean? getting <laughs> on there like as as I am now. In the fucking yeah. element chatting the ears off people. But I put it out there on the radio and said the same thing. If there's anyone out there that has properties, within three minutes we had gotten a phone call of a man who had like two units side by side, like mm. within minutes, and we got him. There you go. Right. It's an education yeah, right. thing. That's, that's, yep. that's an awareness there. issue, yeah. you know, yeah. get yeah. it out there. And and here's another thing. You were talking about education. How early? We need to make this part of school, yeah. kids, mm -hmm. so kids know where to go if they're in a fucking dangerous situation. Yep. And sometimes yeah. to let kids know that they're in a dangerous situation, there's yeah. some people, you know, and, and then and, and that there's a place they can go for that. So, look, it all comes down to we should be getting into schools, creating government incentives. Not only that, so much more. like you mentioned before yeah. with the television, do you remember when, we, like, we were growing up, they had those ads like the Kids Helpline and those sorts of things yeah. on television. Well, so, you knew those numbers off by heart just from TV. So, it is important in those aspects. Well, they were put yeah, in between those good shows. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, oh, six. What's that one? <laughs> it was a reading, writing hotline, wasn't it? The 
But here, look, thank you, Nave. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, get on to the fun stuff. Time. But thank okay, you for, for the work you do mm. and, the, and the awareness you bring. Because yeah, I don't fucking know shit. And oh, yeah. Yeah, some people, there's people out there that probably, if they were aware of what how they could help, they would help. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah everybody get out there and we're going to put some linkies in the doobity doo. But, um, in the doobity doo, in the down here. <laughs> the down here, start from this. Oh, no, it's backwards, isn't it? Is it going to be backwards? So start oh, from that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. Whichever way you're pointing, I'm just going to flip it, man. So, <laughs> I, just to fuck with you. Sorry, apologies for. Uh, anyway. Oh, there's the apology. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, I think we're going to be getting more of because we're now moving into the section of would you rather. <sighs> now, this is you have to answer. People. This is Vino's favorite thing to not answer. It's not what is great. There is I always. Want go, I want to go first. There is always yeah. a broader okay. answer. Yeah, okay. Always down. a broader answer. Guests first. Is everybody okay with me going first? Go yeah. for it. Because Stunners. I don't know. I don't know what level yours is going to be at. So I just want to like get mine out of the way, just in case the other like, oh god, here, what the world? It is. Mine's a bit disgusting. So oh, is it? I've got yeah. several. So yeah, I'm just going to gauge. Really nervous about this. Thinking about this all day, my nerves are at me. Mm. Uh, you build it up. I am. I'm fucking am. Let's do it. Okay. Would you rather be on a train all night in wet clothes, or with the aircon pumping, or would you rather be on that train naked with a blanket around you? Naked blanket. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, too. I blanket. think you can warm up with the blanket. I think when you're wet, it's windy, aircon. I think you're fucked. I know. Yeah, I you, know. Can, you can do things to warm yourself up underneath <laughs> that blanket. Why the train? I'm right. trying. Why, why is the train relevant here? Yeah. Because have you ever been on a fucking train in wet clothes? It's fucked. I yeah, do that for a job. Experiences of my life. Yeah, like, yeah. In the I think the, the naked night. blanket thing definitely. But, but then but you are naked very, on a train, though. You're, you're very naked, yeah, on a fucking the, train. Because now naked. you're public. No, but you now can you're use that. Like, like, if someone's gonna come up and attack you, you can just fl- fl- throw that blanket open and just go on another level of psychotic. Who's gonna fuck with you? Who's gonna fuck with you if you open up your blanket and start running at them with your fucking? That might entice me, you know, to keep charging at you. So then it becomes a joust, doesn't it, Dave? Like it's fucking. <laughs> but think about it this <laughs> way as well. But everyone's a winner. <laughs> Cold everyone's trying to get hit in the face. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> say it. Sorry, Reese. <laughs> I was going to say like cold, wet, uncomfortable, potential to get sick, dangerous. Yeah, embarrassment of being naked under a blanket. But think of the stories, the amount of people are probably going to go on a podcast and be like, oh, boy, you should have seen what I saw on the train today. <laughs> yeah, and it was cold and he was And naked. it was cold. So, yeah. like, yeah, because so there's a social aspect there. you tell there them the they would, that they would see the naked guy in the blanket or the wet people? I think there would be, no, the people would look at the cold gentleman who's naked and they would be, they would not take into consideration the temperature and may um, describe him, unfortunately, 
That's the nicest way of saying that, eh? It's cold in here. He had an unfortunately sized penis, but it may have been due to temperature. So you know what? Have the excuse. No matter what, you'd be like, it was fucking cold, mate. It was cold, trying naked. I was naked. Look at this fucking wet blanket, bastard. so it should be warm. The blanket's warm. And so you know what was what? your reason? It's around your dick. You probably don't show your dick. But I, I'm in the mind frame of Vino flashing folk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it, on then Vino, it's not threatening. Because it's self-defense. <laughs> it's self- Kyle Rittenhouse of naked flashing. <laughs> yeah. so what would you rather, which, one, which one would you rather do? We went I'm naked in the blanket. Oh, I naked don't know blanket. now. You're, all, you're both naked blanket. No, I'm wet. Yeah. I'm wet. I'm wet. Someone steals that blanket. Someone steals that blanket. I'm switching for the social aspect because I feel like I feel like I could deal with a wet clothes in an aircon room. It'd feel shit. But then when I get out, I'm not naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the car. Yeah. I think naked is a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so mm. we're split. We're 50-50. I'm going, I'm going wet clothes. I'll just fucking hack it out. Well, I'm, I'm going to be naked on the train. The two paddies are like, it's only a bit of rain, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but the Aussies are like, oh, I'd rather be naked, mate. You know, he's even talking about confrontations. <laughs> jousting. Jousting. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, run at me. I'm, I swear <laughs> to God, this is not a pocket knife. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. All right. And who wants to go second? You can. All right. Now, again, I went to the door. All right. Would you rather drink a pint of your worst enemy's pee? Okay. And they look you in the eye when you're doing it. Or eat a bowl of your own shit and everyone you've ever hated can see it. Drink so it's your piss. own shit. Oh. I drink the piss. Yeah, I drink the well, piss. I think I drink the piss and be humiliated in one front of one person. I think. Yeah. So that hang on, but, ask this I don't again. think I could eat shit. Did you just get that off the internet? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was. I looked up around. The I was internet like, is a wonderful, sick. wonderful place. Yeah, there. Uh, I know. I wish it was for my own mind. That great. Would you rather? <laughs> but it's not. It's come to depths of four chan. No, no, wouldn't you rather drink a point of your enemy's pee? Well, they look in your eye. And they're looking in your eye. Yeah. Or eat a bowl of shit in front of everyone you've ever ate, but it's your shit. Your own shit. Oh, I still couldn't eat my own shit. I couldn't eat my own shit. And and that's me knowing. I think yeah, that would be horrible. Imagine eating someone else's shit. Are there any oh. shit eaters? Did we get any shit? Oh, someone else's shit. I, I don't think it's possible. I don't think me gag reflex would allow me to be like, I'll be like, <laughs> one day I'll, be I'll like, go fucking near it. I'll be like, bring me the pee. Bring me, bring me all <laughs> yeah. mate's dick. Let me look into me eyes. Here, lads. One time we were camping. Oh, here we go. We were on like a little trail, obviously, for the fucking kids to like do a little Easter bunny hunt in the morning. I fucking. One of the people that were staying at the campsite, I didn't fucking know, but I was doing a little trail until I got off, I got to a point and it was ready, like I was leaving it to like the big egg. So it's like yeah. the prize at the end of the trail. And I looked <laughs> no, down, there's a fucking big human shit outside this fucking tent. Like someone took me out in the middle of the night and fucking dropped one. Inside the fucking tent and I'm leading the kid to it. With Easter yeah, eggs. yeah, it would look funny. <laughs> then I had to fucking get back. I was like, I fuck, I have to lead it somewhere else. Oh, I was like, who fucking How did this human shit in the wild, eh? When you see, oh, God, that's a human shit. You know it's, it's a like, human like, shit. You know. I know. 
Out, <laughs> when I worked in HMV, fucking, I used to be I'm in the storm when I first started there. And whenever I was taking in lo- like uh, a truck, I'd open the door in the morning behind there, which was led to an alleyway, and some fucking poor homeless fella. Let's be sadly <laughs> needed a bit of privacy. There's nowhere to share. That's exactly right. Mm. It leads back to the whole premise and topic of the start. That look, it's a knock-on effect. I I have cleaned up many a homeless person's shit with a hose. Um, but it's confronting. It's a different smell, like doggy poos, like whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't even complain about that shit anymore. It's just part of life now. Yeah. But a human shit, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, you know, you can tell the shape yeah, and all. You can see the pinch. You can see the pinch at the end of it. You can see the snap where he's like, oh, that one is way the bit. Poop. Yeah, well, that's right. Poop. Um, and that's same. why I said you were trying to think of onomatopoeia. You couldn't think yeah. of it. It's onomatopoeia. Yeah. That's what I wanted mm. to sing. Like, yeah. bang. Yeah. 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 Like, it's poop. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. all right. Oh, all right, we didn't so, meet here. Did we get any shit eaters? No one's a shit eater. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. All Do you right. think human shit's worse than cat shit, though? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Cat shit's yeah. pretty bad, man. Yeah. Cat shit's shit, but it's like there's something. It's like it goes hard after a while, and you might just be able to like chew it. Yeah. I think I treat it like like um, chewing tobacco. I think I'd stick yeah. it in there. Yeah, stick it down there. <laughs> Let it ferment a bit because then it's taking on your own your your ear, you know. Oh, but anyway, right. 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 No. Who, who's I'll gonna go? go? I'll go because mine's in the mine's in the fucking mindset of this current topic. Oh, shit. All right, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. Okay, so now All the right. second topic of the show, shit. Yep. So you're leading into, you're leading into a show, Dave, shit. shit. It's show. shit talk, yeah, so. Um, shit All right, would you rather shit yourself in public once a year or in private every day? Oh, once a year in public. Once a year in public, straight Fuck up. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Once every day shitting yourself in, I was yeah. ridiculous. I probably do that. Do that anyway. <laughs> what's the public? What's so? Am I? You have to be like just say on a bus. And people are like, watch me shit. They don't know I'm shitting. Mm. No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm talking about. In you're like, sitting in, in a public place, like you're in a restaurant, you're on a bus or something like that, and it's like an audible shit. Like it's not okay, just. It's, it's not just like one that you can. So people yeah, will be affected by it. Absolutely. It's not just you <laughs> sitting there and just squeezing one out and no one knows about it. It's still, like people audible, are be it's painful. Because, you know, I don't think I'd have a wife if every day I was shitting myself. Like, oh, sorry, babe, you know, it's my daily <laughs> shit myself. You take an actual shit every day, basically, or thereabouts. So why can't you just, like, wear a little nappy in the morning, wait for it to come out, and then your day is... No, prepare, yeah. So, so, imagine, so, so imagine this is you trying to work, to work your way around, around the answer. Like, like, it's, it's yeah. fine. You've been listening <laughs> to Vino too much. Yeah, there's no yeah. work around here. You've either like <laughs> you're unprepared for this every single day, and next minute you just you sit and shit yourself. I think I could look forward to an annual public <laughs> shit. I think I'd be like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to plan this day out. I'm going to, uh, you know. <laughs> do you have to like start say like in a place where it's like okay, now I've shit myself, and I have to try and get home. Like, is there like? It just has like, to be a public shit. Look, let's be honest. If you <laughs> public shit, then yeah, yeah. Honestly, who here doesn't shit. have a have once a year a public shit? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, the, ha, 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 I was just joking. <laughs> Reese, what's yours? Oh, everyone's public. Am I? <laughs> He's trying to move on. Shit? 
Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be, a, I'd be. Right, a leave, leave like, the kind of, yeah, leave the show. Yeah, there about about I'm possibly having a nappy. I'm quite a private person. I just, I really don't know if I could shit myself every day, Neve. Every day. Every, Every day, day is hardcore. It's on here, Maggie, man. Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I, I don't know. It I just really daily. wouldn't want. I just really wouldn't want to shit myself and have to make me way home. That's it. It is rough because you're walking. Mm. You know, there's chafing probably involved. There is a visit. <laughs> there's a stink. There's a visible. You could be at work. You could be with a client. You could be like. It change your life. It's life changing. Especially when you don't know when it's going to happen. It could happen at any time. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Because mm. I'm talking about planning to have me annual. Is it just like <laughs> I out of nowhere? Well, is it's it you know is that is it annual? Once Do you know year. when it's coming? It's, it's just once a year. So it, it, let's just say it's it's the same day every year, same time. So oh, after a couple of years, yeah, after a couple of years, you can plan that. Yeah, you can. I you could can... become a local guy. It's like, all right, everybody, it's January 18th. Here comes Dave. Come on, no, I'd just ready? be ready. I'd be ready. ready? Okay, I'm, going, I'm going that one now. I'm changing yeah. my mind. Yeah, because I think predict predicting the public shit. You could yes. even make a thing out of it. Come on, everybody, come on around. Give me five books. I'll, I'll bet you five books. I'll shit myself right now. Fuck off, you Dave is making a production out of his shit. You know, just, every yeah, year. Capitalizes yeah. on everything. Curbside shits. Merch. <laughs> Why not? Like, see, so I reckon Dave would end up going the, the, every single day I'm if he started making it. money Fuck off that. it. It wouldn't be, an, it. yeah, That's, it wouldn't be an annual day thing. Trademark, <laughs> don't even think about it. Gen- January eighteenth, Dave shits himself in public. January eighteenth, no, himself. No, no, no. January eighteenth, there's too much going on there in January. There is. Uh-huh. We need to put it somewhere where, because it will be a national holiday probably. June, <laughs> May, um, March first, May Day. <laughs> May the 4th is Star Wars. May the 4th, May the yeah, Mark, Mark, go March 1st. Shit. May the 6th, shit, shit, what a 5th, shit. That's it's got to be November, no, because that's Movember. <laughs> um, I don't know, look, I'll work on it, I'll work on it. We've got to brainstorm, maybe that's, maybe that's shit, episode shit 74. Shit Timber. Sorry, shit Timber. Shit Timber, yep. Yeah. Mm. Shit Timber. It's coming. <laughs> Watch <Shit>. out. <laughs> Well, hey, here, look. Just dropping a log. <laughs> yeah, just long, How long was that conversation about shit? Jesus. We're half an hour into this second break. I'm not <laughs> is a very popular time, thing. On time flies. Time flies when you're <laughs> talking yeah. shit. Talking shit. Mm. Yeah. It's a literal, it's a, it's a thing we're meant to do it. It's natural. Okay. Um, so here, Reese, without further ado. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just good. got this a second ago. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got two actually because I feel like we could do some more. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. we have runners up, chuck them in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> would you rather fuck your dad and yeah. nobody knows, or <laughs> not fuck your dad but everyone thinks you fucked him anyway? I couldn't give a fuck what people think, so no, I'm going to not fuck my dad. I'm trying to think how that would affect my life, though. Mm. Is it yeah. like I'm not hiring him? He's a he fucked his dad. <laughs> He's a dad fucker. No, but is it is it like was I a kid when this fucking happened? Like, is it like am I a victim now? I did the dad fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like what says. No, no, no. You fuck the dad. You fuck your dad. What? Oh shit! Do I rape? <clears throat> is it rape or is it like we're in a relationship? I'd like you to respect it. Oh my or god! It, or did um, we get drunk well, one night and he was like? 
You look I love you, son. like your mother tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, you look like your mother. You've got your mother's eyes. You've got your mother's lips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you asked it. So here, I'd rather not fuck my dad. And if everyone, like, but everyone thinks, like, does even, like, does my mom think it? It's like, sure, he fucked his dad. Does, like, everyone think it? Yeah, who knows? But, who well, who well, thinks I mean, it? Who if thinks you do fuck him, no one knows. Yeah, but does he know? Does he know about it, or did I? Did I was like, ah, look, you passed out there for a while. I don't know what happened. Off you popped out. Oh, then you got caught in the washing machine. I just had to help you. Who knows about it? If I fuck with that, is it me and him? Everyone. If you do fuck him, no one. If I fuck him, not even him. No, no one. Do I remember? Well, yeah, you do. You said no one knows though. I thought no. Yeah, if no one knows about it happening. But does my dad remember? I've, that's at your discretion, I suppose. I think I'd like to share the anguish. <laughs> um, maybe, but who am I going to talk to about it? Who, 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 yeah, it's like, you know, you come over and I'll give me mum a hug and I'll give me dad a handshake. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why aren't they looking at each other in the eye? And then he gives matter. you a little slap on the arse when you turn around. Yeah, it's like, you know, actually, um, oh, I had fun that night. <laughs> <laughs> The apple didn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> oh, man. All right, oh, let's use our phone. What was the other option again? I didn't even listen to the other option. I was just like, I choose that. I choose option one. Fuck my dad. I think option one. You're just going to do a daydream about fucking his dad. <laughs> Would you rather fuck your dad? It's like, fuck my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. Can I answer the question now, yeah. please, Eddie? Fuck it. <laughs> it in. Oh, like, stop. Okay, so Dave's fucking his dad. Fino, what are you doing? Okay, there's a there's a uh, sound boy. Yeah, Go I on. went. <laughs> there's a sound boy forever on the internet. Lovely. I went. Now, what will you be doing? I went you know? the fucking second option. I, like, but hang on, I've got questions yeah, as well. No, 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 no. I'm second option. Just fucking for for the record, I'm the second option. Oh, he's changed. He's changed. Yeah. So how many? The entire world. Second option is that you. The, the that entire world. Everyone thinks I fucked him, but I did. For how? And I'm always going to say I did. Okay, but I was like, for how long do they remember it? Does he think I did? Is it is it an ongoing thing? You need to know the full. So if does everyone think I fucked him, including me, Dad? It's like, yeah, he mm. fucked me. But in 10 I'm years' time, and if I'm walking down the street, do they go, oh, there's that guy that fucked his dad but didn't? Yep. Daddy fucker. No, no, no but they don't know it? that you didn't. They just think that you did. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. For how long? Is it like a, a two-year thing? Is it 10 years? Or? No, it's, it's, I mean, if you find something out, do you forget it? Sometimes. Yeah. There's, yeah, a that, there's a lot of shit that you tell me that I forget. There's a way of people living <laughs> yeah. their, you know, goes through natural life. Mm. Yeah. Of memory. I'm sure some so, people are going to go, people, oh, that guy that fucked his dad. And, he, and then other people the are going to go, oh, life. fuck yeah, I remember him. I remember exactly. Mm. Yep. Well, I've got the, um, I do have the, the opportunity. You, you, may not have, you may not have actually done it, but everybody thinks you did. But I've got the oh, opportunity no. to sway them and change their minds. Oh, is it even your dad thinks you did? Essentially. Yeah. He's dead, his question still hasn't been answered. <laughs> no. What's his question? Oh, no. Does, does, does the my dad, dad remember? That I fucked him. Yeah. Yeah. In both cases. Because you yeah. said everyone thinks you did, even though you didn't. Even your dad's be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he fucked me. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't, dad. Fucking you, you would know. Well, you know. Trust me, he'd know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trust me. All right. You, you don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You're an animal. I love it. Many a dad has fallen victim. <laughs> fallen on. But anyway, look, look, look. Fucking hell. I don't know I how can't, we I can't. I can't even deal. I thought, we'd, I thought that, that fucking your parents would you rather <laughs> died last week. But here they come again. No, he's he's resurrected. Make this a weekly thing. He's really, trying to, he's really trying to. I think he's trying to tell us something. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's fucking. Hey. Well, everybody. <laughs> oh, what do you say? Did you have a couple other would you rather's? Didn't you say you did a couple? Yeah, I had a couple. I'm still waiting for everyone's answers. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, that. you're right. I don't know what I would do. I don't I would, know. I really wouldn't like that experience. So I feel yeah, like I think I'd your own mental health. Self. Yeah. I would. And just I would try take and option two. Like they're not gonna. Even though they know, they're not gonna tell you that they know. They're not gonna. You know. You know. Mm. They're actually not going to. Them knowing isn't really actually gonna. affect You'll find you, someone that'll look you past really it. Think about it mm. you know? Yeah. Or yeah. be like, I kind of like the idea of that. And you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, you'll find every, there's someone out there for everybody. There's plenty of people in the sea or whatever they say. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's no people in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, man. Oh, that's so, fucked up. Uh, Moby Dick. It's fucked up, isn't it? We've gone from right. shit to back to. So, what was the other one? one? What's the other words you rather? What's your second one, Reese? Reese's pieces. Um, that was heavy. Say, that was a heavy would rather. Would you rather have feel like you've got a small rock in your shoe forever, or always have chip crumbs in your bed, and they follow you wherever you go? <laughs> What flavour chips? <laughs> <laughs> not salt and vinegar, is it? It's not going to sting. No. It's not tangy, is it? Light and tangy? Nah. Is it salt Doritos? and vinegar? Cheese and onion. King crisps. Mm. How big are the crumbs? You want. How big are the crumbs? Are they edible size? Are they wipeable or are they, are they just constantly? It's just you can't, you can't do a sweep of a night. Nah, that's no. a never-ending snack. Your shoe really. is debilitating. That's like limping. Yeah. That's that damage. You know. Yeah, when there is a rock in your shoe, it actually pain. is very frustrating. You have to stop. Yeah, <laughs> you have to get it out. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I'd be lying if crisps weren't already in my bed every night. I pick. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna get chips. I'm gonna get chips because yeah. if you oh, come home yeah. piss drunk, like you're gonna eat them, motherfuckers. I don't care who you are. It's crumbs, not pieces of chip. Mate, they, if, they're, if they're never ending, you'll fill yourself up on them. True. Sorry. COVID. Okay. COVID. Trying to sneeze. That's racist, oh, man. Yeah. Um, it is. It bloody is. All right. Would you rather um, have vaginas under your armpits or an armpit in your crotch? You kind of already do have an armpit in your crotch, don't yeah. you? So um, I would have, I'd, I'd, I'd pick that, I guess. I mean, what would be the benefit? Oh, that'd be this cool, is, wouldn't it? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. But if you've got an armpit in your vagina, if you've got an armpit where your vagina should be, that means you don't have a vagina. Oh, is that what you mean as well? Because yeah. the, the vaginas aren't in your armpits. What about me? I don't have a vagina anyway. So what's in your armpits? If there's an armpit in your vagina, just the armpits. Could, are armpits be, the, could as well. be the vagina up in the armpits. No, no, you've no, got two of them. Be. You've got two of them. Same thing. Yeah, so it should be. Either if you way, have vaginas. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I said we, we have fireside yarns, self hygiene, regardless. Yeah, expel <laughs> fucking 
It depends how you if you like that. Ceremonies. Yeah. Oh. It could, you could, yeah. That's right. It's natural. <laughs> you will keep it tidy, though. Obviously. All right, then. Oh, ball yeah. sex. Yeah, Would you have, you have them bad words, you know. But no, you know, fuck it. Whip it out. Well, Whip them out. You know, Whip it out. French French lady might give it a go. <laughs> they do, yeah. Well, they would. That'd be a way of hiding them, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. actually be quite conservative to to keep the bush on the tush. <laughs> now, yeah. So I, I would pick. So I have an armpit and no vagina. So I'm guessing I have an armpit instead of a dick too, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I think I'd have to go um pity pussies. Yeah, yeah armpit, pussies. Armpit, armpit vaginas. Yeah. I think I'd be yeah. rocking um yeah, me APV. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't sure. be tradi- it wouldn't be traditional, but I think th- I think you'd still That's make it work. Oh I, 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 I think you will be getting work. Can you imagine that, lads? Every time you yawn you're turning someone on, aren't you? You're fucking Ooh. straight. <laughs> Waving like oh, society would change, be like, yeah, all right, mate, would all be sunbeams. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. But do fellas have dicks under there? Because that'd be annoying. You'd be walking around like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, you, you wouldn't like, want to crush your balls, would you? Like, Some of us do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I feel like if leg. you had a vagina or a dick hanging out your arm, that we would invent something to cover it up the way we do. Society would change. Yeah, society like, would change around lad You parts. probably wouldn't just have a hanging out, you know what I mean? Like, just constantly. But, no, but what if you were the one person? Like, like, what if it was a like deformity? Holsters, like gun holsters. Slug holsters. It would It would look good. It would look It would be leather. There would be buckles oh, on that shit. Oh, my God. Maybe one day we can evolve to such to such physical legendary. <laughs> but yeah, imagine peeing. You're just fucking walking around just doing that. Oh, you know what? Well, like a puppy dog on a walk. It would be easy, yeah. It would be mm. easy to carry around like a little handbag, colossomy bag. No, you just do, arms. Yeah. You could have the window oh, down. Window down yeah. the car and just hang it out and just fucking. No, you just, yeah, you just lie up against the wall like that. It'd be so much easier, actually. Yeah, it would actually It'd be. be awesome. yeah. Do we have zippers? Yeah, we can have something. <laughs> we can have like maternity, like like what a woman has when she's breastfeeding. It's like that loose bit. You can have a loose bit like under there. Yeah. We could start a fucking fashion design label. Think of the tampons because the stringies would be coming out, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, oh, God, yeah. So they, yeah, they still get pierced. Well, you could, oh, make, you could make them like a little bangle. They could be like the new earrings. Coming, you know what I mean? Like, you could get... Here I am marketing. Well, some people rather. don't want to wear tampons all the time. Some people, some ladies like wearing... Yeah, but then you... I mean, that's why we need undies for the armpits. That's right. Mm. Armies. They do need a bit of protection. Armies. Armies. But they also, yeah... I think we could figure something out for uh, hygiene products around it. We, we'd figure it out. They'd be like a baby big bib because it'd have that that um the hole in it, right? You strap it over the shoulder and it would hold on the hair. Yeah. yeah. Solved. Solved. Give me the Give me the armpit. <laughs> give me the armpit. I'll cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh fuck! We've created so a trend. We're all going. So we're all going with that. The decision is yeah. unanimous for us, Yeah. <laughs> Pussy pits. Pussy pits. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than like, what I said. Funny ambits. I, I give all credit to Dave. He said it first. Yeah. Oh, you, will. Oh. <laughs> you have some wet ass armpits. <laughs> have a bucket and a mop for those wet ass armpits. <laughs> <laughs> give it everything you got. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
not a song. Anyway, you're different. You're different. Yeah, you're just yes. different. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you? Would you rather oh, you're piss a ping pong ball or shit out a bowling ball? It's not physically possible. I think a bowling ball. That's that you're not going to three bowling balls, lads. That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it is possible. Leaves, like again. All right. Yeah. It would be easier it, because there would be three holes to pull it out, right? Where is it? <laughs> oh, yes. You'd be like, sorry, there, you take it out. You, you put your hand over the air and you, <laughs> and you take it out. Size 17. And that's then your bowling ball for life. Oh, that's that right. Your, then you carry it around in a bag. And then polish like, needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad. You're saying you own whatever you put three fingers in? Boy, if it came out of me, it's mine. You know, and I made that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck's sake. It's not, it's not if like it a sentient rolling ball, is it? If it came out of me, it's Did mine. Did I need another person to make it? Is it fully mine? Oh, I mean, yeah. Do so you want many, it to be so fully yours, possible. or would you want it to be your responsibility, or would you want to share the load? Would I leave it at the end? That's what she said. You know what? I think if I'm, if it only happened once, I'd keep it. But if I'm out there, if it's a fucking, how often am I getting this ball? Is it just a one one or done deal? Oh, is that just a one off? I was gonna say you're probably ovulating the same way a woman ovulates. So you probably have once one chance every month to fall pregnant with a bowling ball. So and if I don't out. get a bowling ball, do I get like a like um? You know, no, like you just get, get a, a bowling ball. No. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no. If it's not implanted from a from a, I don't mind the sound of you. I don't mind the sound of you as giving that a go. I could, you know, I could open a few eyes. Yeah, you know why? It would be it would be similar to you know when Vinny's was doing the go out and sleep rough, so you could empathise with a homeless person. Fuck lads, I don't think I'm ready to empathise with a fucking woman giving birth. Don't say it could change, could change the whole dynamic of fucking test tube babies. Be like, as every, we know every, it. every baby would be a test tube baby. It's like, oh look, let's get out of this prehistoric <laughs> childbirth shit. I tell you what, <laughs> it would solve some, it would solve some arguments ruined. over in America, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be the um, the old abortion bills wouldn't be in. Nah, it would solve some arguments. It would be politicised for sure. It would be politicised. Like well, that's you know what if you, you um you you and your you were smart enough to create that bowling ball, now you have to have it. Mm. Bowling for Colin Boyne. So was everyone <laughs> shitting out a bowling ball? No, I'm not shitting a ball. I'm I'm pep. I'm I'm out the what was it? A marble out your dick? What what was no, the other one? Ping pong ball. Piss piss out a ping pong ball. Piss in the so, ping pong. But because it's coming it's out me. your piss hole. That's bad. Look, it's bad. Like that's bad. That's gonna ruin your dick. Out your ass. But well, I think that's final damage. It's probably good. Yeah, you're gonna ruin your body. Like you that's, know what I mean? Yeah, I think the dick. I think you could you could sew it up. You know what I mean? You could. It's it not exactly like so, it's pretty anyway. It would probably anyway. just go back. It would probably just eventually go back. Do you know what I mean? Like, like vaginas don't stay fucking massive after childbirth. They eventually go, but like probably not as much. But you know what I mean? Like no, like <laughs> yeah, sure, but, you know, it's gonna it's not gonna be fucking. No, it does. It does. Right. It's, but it's made. Okay, so they're designed to do that. So but now it's this probably, arse. I think you're probably right in saying that. Am I, but is an arse designed to do that though? Because you're thinking about te- an arse isn't designed to expand to that big and then. No, you're right. you're right. You're so, right. And and women when they're during the pregnancy, there's all this biology that's building up in their body that's preparing them and hormones and 
you know like if we'd have to factor in all that it would have to be the rectum would have to then be able to retract back Dialy. but then again at the same time women women don't just have magic vaginas that, that expanding there are complications there are tearing there there's an emergency c-section am i gonna have to if if, if i can't do it is this gonna have to be rip out me back or what I'm just gonna yeah. comedy. I'm just gonna call serious questions. Fuck! I copped some shit last week because I wouldn't answer the question, and then this shit. Like it's not. I'm waxing lyrical. I'll answer you right now. I'll ping pong. <laughs> What's the question? Oh, I want to just read. I want to know what what I'm living with here. You know, yeah. come correct me. There's ramifications. Yeah, so I'm gonna vague. go ping pong ball. Yeah. Fuck that though. That would be painful, man. Kidney stones hurt. So imagine what a ping pong ball is gonna feel like. Yeah, but you're shitting at a bowling ball. That's not going to be noise. A ping pong ball would probably compress, like if the air wasn't mm. in it, and it might like well, actually not be as big as what it might be. It might be a bit shardy. But. I don't think your dick muscles could could um, crush a ping pong ball. Now maybe Moy can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah, look, my anaconda do not want none. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, I'm Nicki Minaj. I am Cardi B tonight. Who's yeah. next? Who's next? Meg the Stallion, hopefully. Man. Oh, have you got a second one? Have you got a second anyway, one? I have none. Okay. Do you have any? Did you? Were you thinking of any other ones, Neve? Mm, can't think. Let me think. I did, and then they kept just like I kept answering them myself in my own head. I'm like, that's no argument, kind of thing. So <laughs> kept continuing on. No contest. Now, no contest. I don't. I don't. And, and it's weird because obviously I came up with that weird fucking wet on the train one, which is very random. But, no, but it made you think, and and I was the, the whole I, at the start. I was like, well, I don't want to be wet on the train, like. But then I'm thinking, well, I'm on a train, so it's public, so fuck. But now I'm mm. naked in public. Yeah. So, so it did make it had had layers there, like ogres. <laughs> they um, like an onion. They do. They do, and like an onion. That's right. Yeah. Um, but look, okay. everybody, we're coming up to I guess um, the end of the episode. Two hour mark, and that's yeah. the, that's that's what we plan to do. Um, we're gonna like we said earlier, we're gonna put stuff links down there, down there, in the description for anybody <laughs> because you ne- you never know when it might happen to you. And like I said, I, I wasn't aware of um, you know um, link to home and and these and mm. these resources yeah. that will will set you to your local um, will will point you in the right direction from your your local um resources there. And, and look, um, if anybody yeah. is ever ever going through hardships and those sorts of things, um. Neve is a good friend of ours, and you know if you if you want some of this information, you can't find it. Reach out to us. Um, yeah, we'll yeah, pass that information yeah, on. Happy to put okay, you in the right direction. To you, information to you, no, yeah. no problem. If, if yeah. ever we can help, um, yeah. it doesn't have to be you know through the show or anything like that. But yeah, if anyone is struggling, definitely uh, reach out, get that help. Don't be ashamed of it because everyone goes through a hard time in life, um, no matter what it is. If it is that you've struggling to find somewhere to, to lay your head. Um, we've got the help there, and we can help get you in into those um, right processes. To Don't be stuck in a, in a dangerous situation. That's right. Because of pride. No or, and, I, and I also just want to add as well, because I know I kind of made, made you know, obviously pointed out the errors of the housing system at the moment, some of them, and the lack of affordable housing. But I don't want people to be deterred to get help because of that fact. They still need to do their applications. They need to get their applications in because there's no houses available because everyone is in houses. 
So people are in houses. It's possible. You can do it and, and you will, your turn will come and you'll get there. Just, just don't give up, basically. Yeah, just, right. You know, don't let me, don't let me be disheartened because it's difficult. Just keep going. There's going to be plenty of people out there that are willing to support you to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you know what? In the meantime, hopefully those systems get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those systems do, do yeah. accommodate our needs. But yeah. like, I, I like to leave it at the end there when, when um, Neve was saying, get help. Yep. Go yeah. there. With anything. Look after you know, yourself. Re- yeah. Sorry, look after yourself. Recognize that, yeah, you know, like everybody is, is, can be vulnerable and we all need help. And it's, it's okay to start again yep. if where you are is not right. So fucking yeah. hook in. Get everybody to raise your raise your drinky poos. Get it up there, Vino. Fuck you. <laughs> until next time. Until next week. We've been Forest Side Yarns with our guest, Neve. Thanks for coming on. Take care. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. I really enjoyed yeah. it, guys. Woo-hoo. Cheers.